You're listening to the Aligned Alchemy podcast, and I am your host, Aichel Francis. In this podcast, you will discover how all aspects of your life can begin to flow with ease when you become aligned with your deeper purpose and reclaim your personal power. Learn how to connect with the cycles and seasons of nature so that you can become more connected with yourself because you are not separate from nature, you are nature. After all, the greatest gift in this lifetime is truly getting to know ourselves and remembering who we are. I'm so glad that you are here. Greetings and welcome to episode seven of the Aligned Alchemy podcast. Wow, how did we get here already? (laughs) And what I am bringing to you today is a little mix of things because last week was Samhain. You may or may not know about this festival. And if you've seen it written down, you may think it is pronounced Samhain because that is how it's spelt. It's S-A-M-H-A-I-N. But the pronunciation of it is Sawin or Sawin. There are different ways of pronouncing it depending on the Gallic dialect. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Already going off on a squirrel moment within 30 seconds of starting. What it really means is summer's end. And I'm not going to go too much into what this whole festival is about, how you can honor it, all of these things, because I did a call on this in my moon circle last week and we did a deep dive on all those things. Um, I will tell you a couple of interesting facts that you may not know (laughs) because the reason I tell you these things is because there's so much misconceptions and media and movies have taken ideas of things that have been practiced for millennia or even hundreds of years and are just ancient traditions, and they have been taken and completely misrepresented from different cultures all over the world. So I always like to point out (laughs) what people celebrate and where the original roots of things come from are always quite surprising. So Halloween has just passed, and it is the same time as Samhain. And a lot of the things that are celebrated on Halloween are actually linked from that. So it was known as the Festival for the Dead, the day when the dead would rise. So Celts would carve scary faces into turnips. Um, If you are from where I am from, or you know about this area of the world, My poor father on Halloween used to carve turnips. If you are familiar with this root vegetable, it is a very hard (laughs) root vegetable and carving a face into a turnip is not an easy thing. There were no pumpkins around when I was growing up. But the reason I tell you that is because do you see the correlation there? This thing, this festival that was celebrated for a long time 
Celts carving scary faces into turnips to ward off evil spirits. Do you see a connection with what is celebrated on Halloween? Something else that they did was they would wear costumes and masks to disguise themselves from the evil spirits being able to recognize them. And they would also burn bonfires to ward off the evil spirits that would come as the dead rose as well. So just those little things to show you some of the festivals and things that you may be celebrating now, there are deeper roots with all of them. And it is not always what you think it is because things have been misrepresented. But that's that's all I'm going to say on Samhain because there's a lot more to it. But that is not the purpose of this podcast today. The purpose of this podcast today is reflecting on the lessons of what this festival brings us. So Samhain, Summer's End it is all about death. And death is often so taboo in our society. It is not something that is discussed. It is something that is hidden away. It is something that people fear. It is something that people try to run from. But I can tell you, wherever you are, whoever you are listening to this right now, we are all on that path to death. The one thing we all have in common, regardless of your social status, nationality, gender, whatever else, we are all walking that path towards death. It is the destination that will not escape any of us. So what lessons can we take from it? What can we learn when we are confronted with death, when we are associated with it because cultures have not always run from it. It was celebrated as part of the cycle of life. And if we look at a lot of these ancient rituals and festivals, it is not something that is run from. It is accepted. It is integrated as part of life because it just is. You know, there's no escaping it. It is coming it is coming for you one day. So what can we learn when we accept that, when we look into that and embrace that, embrace the darkness that it brings, embrace all of the fear that it brings up for us because death comes in many forms. The festivals that I am talking about, the Festival for the Dead, Celebrating Death, comes with a great deal of reverence and honoring ancestors, honoring those who have come before you, because you are standing on the shoulders of many great people who went before you. You know, we are here because of the sum of what others who have gone before us did. And it allows you to look at what is your legacy? What will you leave when you transition from this planet? What will the impact be that you have made from your presence in physical form on this planet? Will it look different? What will you do? What did you change? Did you change anything? Were you just like a little heartbeat and it was gone? What does all of that bring up for you? And also different forms of death. Sawin, Summer's End is about death as in part of the cycle of nature because if you are in the northern hemisphere where at this time of year 
cycles change, you can see death, you know, like plants are retreating back into the soil, the leaves are falling from the trees, things are decaying. But that can be a celebration because it is also a celebration of harvest, all of the life that came before. So when you can look at death through that lens of rather than death as an ending, rather is a celebration of the life that we were able to live. And energy can't be created or destroyed. It just changes form. So I have a different viewpoint to death than a lot of people do. So I'm always asking you to challenge yourself on what does death mean to you? What do endings mean to you? And even grieving things, because death is not just the ending of a physical, it can be the ending of a cycle. You will go through a grieving process, whatever that looks like to you, when you end a relationship, when you end an attachment to something. Maybe it's an idea that you had that hasn't turned out and you end that. There's a grieving process that you go through because of all the attachments that you had with that. So these kind of festivals allow us to really go deeper on that and ask ourselves what needs to be released? What needs to die in my life right now? And that's some really deep thought when you can look at things from that viewpoint because we don't want to hang on to everything forever because then there's no expansion available for us. So when you look at death as this releasing, this letting go of whatever that is for you right now, it invites in more expansion for you. Because as a society, we so widely run from death. We are in a world that promotes never-ending youth. Like aging is something to run away from, something to frown on. And so that therefore leads to not being able to accept or sit with death either. It is coming for all of us. I have no intention of leaving the planet anytime soon. <laughs> I have so many things that I am looking to accomplish while I am here. So I'm just making that very clear to the universe that yes, death is coming for all of us, but it is my intention to stay here for a very long time yet. But when you look at this obsession with being forever young, what message is that saying to people that are aging, people that are marching on in their years? Do they have no value? Are you only valuable when you are young and look a certain way? And, and hey, I'm not saying don't take care of yourself. I love a good face cream as much as the next person. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. It, yes, look after yourself, take care of yourself. But are we honoring what age can bring for us? The wisdom of experience that having elders in our community can share and impact on us. What are we saying when we won't accept death? Therefore, we're not accepting aging. Therefore, we're not accepting nature. We're fighting against it. If you will not accept that your 
path is leading to death, you are fighting with nature your entire life. What resistance does that create? What energy does that bring? What does that do to your physical form to be in that level of resistance all the time? Because it is the one true fact that every single one of us shares. I know I've said that quite a few times, <laughs> but it truly is the path that we are all marching on. So consider for a moment, what does death mean to you? What does that word bring up for you? What can it teach you? What are you here for? Are you creating the impact that you desire? Are you creating the deep connections with others that you desire? Or are you just going through the motions? Is it like Groundhog Day? You're just getting up and doing the same stuff day in, day out, and you just wake up and do the same whole thing again. And then ask yourself, is that what I'm here for? Like if death was coming for you next week or next month, is that how you'd live your day today? And if not, what reason are you not changing that right now? Because none of us know when that time is coming. So this is why you may have heard before that death is your greatest advisor, because it will put things into perspective of what's really important for you and what's not, because we all get distracted. We all get shiny object syndrome and go like, oh, let's go there. Oh, let's go ooh, over there. <laughs> right? We all fall into that trap and we can get caught up in not seeing what's really important. Because when you look at your life, it's not really about these huge moments and things that people think that are the important things in life, like the big birthdays or the big celebrations or, you know, a once in a lifetime holiday. But it's not necessarily about those things. It's really the small things that are the big things. It's those moments of, you know, when you're lost in time when you're admiring a sunset or you just pause for a moment and watch your children playing or you just have a beautiful connection with another human this spirit connection it's all of these little moments that entwine and make our lives what it is enriches our lives and if we're constantly trying to fight nature and fight what is inevitable what is coming for us all how much of your energy are you leaking? How much of your personal power are you giving away in a fight that you can never, ever win? So what if you accept and surrender and take the lessons that death can bring you? What if you look at it from that perspective? And we've all been touched by death. So I know that this may be a very difficult thing for you to listen to and go through at the moment. But death can bring us so much wisdom. It can allow us to honor those who've gone before us. And this is what I love about these festivals because they celebrate death. They celebrate our ancestors and allow us to have deeper connections. In society a long time ago, death was intertwined with everyday life. It was just part of it. It was honored. And in honoring that, we honored our ancestors too. It was my mum's birthday last week as well. She was born very close to Samhain and I take time to honour 
everything that she was that enabled me to be who I am today. And that is a whole other podcast. <laughs> like, trust me, that is a whole other podcast. But I take that time to honor my ancestry, to honor the incredible, strong women that I have come from that enables me to stand and be who I am today, the lessons that I have been taught, the wisdom that they brought for me and continue to bring for me and honoring that. If I don't accept death, I can't accept any of that. So as I said, I may have a different viewpoint to many of you when it comes to death, but death comes in many, many forms. So as we are in this shifting time of seeing the outer world dying and going into darkness is honoring those cycles in yourself. You know, we don't have to go through physical death to understand this concept, to fully know what this means about embracing your own inner darkness, about embracing those things that come up for you when you go into a nurturing space and walking into that and honoring that and then exploring what needs to die in your life. What do you have to let go of in order for you to move forward? Because when we seek expansion, we must also always ask, what do I need to release? What do I need to remove from my life? You can't just keep adding in without first removing something. So there's some questions for you to ponder on this week. Thank you again to everyone who has given me reviews and uh, five stars and shared this podcast. It is growing phenomenally fast and I am completely honoured that you are sharing and receiving wisdom in what I have to say. And I, of course, will be back next week with a few, a few more words for you. <laughs> so um, I trust that you received what you needed to today. And even if it was just seeing a different viewpoint of what Sawin brings and the messages that we can receive and integrate into our lives and ask ourselves these deeper questions that many of us are running from what becomes possible when you stop running from your greatest advisor. Thanks so much for listening.